welcome to the MSEC Podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This episode has been made possible thanks to the generous support from the Hickam Officer Spouses Club. So I have with me today Dion Brueger, David Boyd, and Kelsey Patron, all from the Travis Mannion Foundation, to discuss character strengths and parenting. Well, team, I want to welcome you to the show. Thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. Excited to be here today. Though I've heard of the Travis Mannion Foundation, I have to be honest, I'm not truly familiar with its mission. Dion, I would love it if you could give just a brief overview for myself and the listeners. Yes, the Travis Mannion Foundation was founded in 2007, and we empower active duty veterans and families of the fallen to develop character in future generations. We do that through a variety of programs that we offer, including our Character Does Matter mentor programming, and also through Operation Legacy Service events that we host and facilitate with our members all across the nation and in communities everywhere. And everything that we do is really based on five words that uh, First Lieutenant Travis Manion said, uh, which is, if not me, then who? That is our ethos, our mantra, that we share with uh, youth and uh, communities across the nation. When I was doing some research on TMF, I noticed that it supports its mission of empowering our military families by utilizing a strength-based approach. What I'd like to look at specifically though, Kelsey, what does the organization have to offer about this concept and then specifically related to strength-based parenting? Yeah, absolutely. So at TMF, we're we're not exactly experts on strength-based parenting, but our strength-based approach, it's founded in positive psychology, which is really what is the foundation for kind of how we do things in our organization. And from that, we tend to look at things as not to just get it to a place where we're okay, but within our community of Spartans and volunteers to get them to a place where they're thriving. Um, because people feel uh, meaning and they are engaged and they have great relationships when they're in that place of thriving. And so that is the same approach as strengths-based approach in the sense that when we're focusing on the things that we do well, we're approaching things and problems from a place of strength, it contributes to that idea of thriving. And so when it comes to strengths-based parenting, it really is this embodiment of positive psychology and approaching things from a strengths-based space. And so with our children, instead of focusing on all the things that they're not doing well, empowering them and giving them confidence in the things that they are doing really well. Like my one-year-old just makes a mess all the time. Like every time he's like taking out all of his toys and he's getting into everything, instead of looking at like, oh man, Ryan's such a mess. It's, oh, he's really curious about his world and focusing on strengthening that curiosity and growing and developing it into a tool that he can use as he gets older. And so that's kind of what we mean by a strengths-based approach and how it directly translates into how we can use it as a strength-based parenting approach as well. Really interesting. And Kelsey, I have to warn you, I have an 18-year-old son and they're still messy. It doesn't matter. (laughs) 
so I love though that thought about that it you can actually align it with curiosity and I'd really want to expand on this idea so David can you share a little bit more about this perspective and why this particular approach is so powerful yeah definitely great great question Susan so when we talk about strengths-based parenting and character strengths especially with children every child wants to be three things that's seen heard and valued. And when we focus on the things that our children are good at character strength wise, it allows them to start tying them into some of the things that they're more naturally gifted at some of their personal talents, you know, maybe that's sports or music or coding or video games or art or whatever those things might be. If we can enable them to use their personal signature strengths, their top five character strengths, they're going to have an opportunity to like Kelsey talked about to thrive a little bit more, right? Usually when we're learning how to do something and we're trying to develop our skill, right? We need to lean into our character strengths. It's like, for me, when I was trying to learn the guitar, if I didn't have perseverance, like I would have given up after a couple of days because learning to play the guitar is difficult. And so I had to utilize my personal character strength and perseverance in order to develop that skill and develop that talent. And so when we validate some of those things and those strengths that a child is uh, displaying, they're just going to feel more empowered to do more of those things, you know, like Kelsey talked about with curiosity, right? If, you know, every kid loves to ask questions and a lot of times we can get frustrated with that sometimes, but if we actually encourage that curiosity, they're going to continue to be able to develop that strength and not feel shut down when they ask questions so that, so they can continue to learn, be a lifelong learner as, as they grow up. I think you bring up an interesting point and it's one I certainly agree with that our culture tends to focus only on the strength of talent. But what I actually hear you saying is if you can establish a balance between maybe that natural talent and the character strength that your child has or the character strengths that they have an affinity to, then that allows people to grow and to learn and then truly have an impact on their community. Dion, with this idea in mind, can you elaborate on what are character strengths and why do they really matter? Yes, Susan. So you're right. As parents, a lot of us tend to focus on, you know, the talent sides of the strengths of our children, but there's also another side, which is our character strengths. And those are important, especially, you know, if you think of some examples like Simone Biles, who participated in the Beijing Olympics, and then, you know, had to take a mental pause or break. So not only was she leveraging her physical talents, but she used the, the character strength of bravery in the midst of that, right? If I give a personal example, my son, who's learning to drum, you know, he has this innate talent to do that, to be ambidextrous, but he also has the character strength of creativity and curiosity to explore that. So character strengths, are values that were um, created by a team of psychologists and psychiatrists that came together and spent some time studying uh, what are all the common traits and values that we possess as human beings. And what they extracted was these 24 character strengths um, that we all have inherently within us. And we can express these differently as individuals. It's as unique as our DNA. And so the more that we learn to identify what our strengths are and be able to leverage them in an everyday way and everyday scenarios, it gets back to what David said about being, you know, heard and valued. 
you mentioned that you have a son and that you were working on identifying his character strengths to help him with his growth and becoming a lifelong learner. In this process, what character strength for yourself did you find most valuable and how did that impact your parenting? It's funny, I've taken the values in action character strength survey. I also had my son take it several years ago and my top two signature strengths of creativity and curiosity. He also has those and he also has two of his mother's uh, top strengths as well. So that was kind of a unique discovery that when we took the assessments that we covered together. But um, for me, the creativity and curiosity as a father comes in really handy. So when it comes to coming up with unique uh, and interesting ways to engage each other as a family, it's something that I can apply every day. An example of that is my son and I love going out and finding uniquely named donut stores. And that's one of our pastimes for breakfast. And so that creativity and curiosity is exercised directly when we do activities like that. Well, I think that is a really neat idea. And I certainly would happily join you guys anytime on a hunt for a uniquely named donut run. So you've got my curiosity peaked. You mentioned a character survey. So David, for myself and for listeners, how do we get started and learn more about our own strengths and the strengths of our kids? Yeah. So the two ways that I would recommend the most would be to start off by going to viacharacter.org and taking the values and action survey for yourself as an adult or as a parent. Um, and then it, for your children, you can have their eight and older. They can go and take the youth version. They have a, an adult version for 18 and up and a youth version for eight through 17. And then I would always encourage parents to share their character strengths with their child and vice versa so that you see how they interact with the world and they see how you interact. But after that, for the parents, I would also highly recommend going to travismanion.org and registering for our Spartan Development Center, which is our online portal for all of our volunteers. And you can take our Leading With Your Strengths e-course, which is a, you know, between 45 minutes and two hour online self-paced course, depending on how much self-reflection you want to put into it, where you get to learn a little bit more how you can employ some of those strengths as a parent, as a husband, a wife, a father, a mother, you want to put any title on it. Uh, it'll help you employ those strengths in all areas of your life. Well, I would love for you and Kelsey to share some of those ideas of employing strengths, because I know I certainly can understand a concept better through examples. So maybe just sharing just a couple with our listeners, and I would also appreciate family activities that you personally found to be helpful. I'm happy to uh, kick us off. So like David and Dion have been talking about, we have these 24 character strengths which you can find online values in action. For me, we're big outdoor people in my family. And one of the character strengths is appreciation of beauty and excellence. And so we try to practically apply that and teach it and grow it in our children by spending a lot of time outside and spending time pointing out everyday things, pointing out a new type of flower and giving a name or pointing out a bird with pretty colors and just Having them start to experience the world around them and appreciate the beauty and just everyday things. And so that's one of the ones that we do. 
always as parents, I feel like we're working on self-regulation with our children, like teaching them healthy coping for their emotions and identify and manage their emotions in different environments. And then another one, I have little kids. My sons are three and one, and I'm currently expecting our third. And so we work with creativity a lot because as little boys, they're already into building things. So like the magnet tiles and building Legos and doing art projects. And so that's another thing that we do. We do lots of creativity focused activities uh, that really grows their ability to use their imagination and find new ways to accomplish tasks. And I would say a big piece for me with encouraging their strengths and focusing on a strengths-based parenting approach is really empowering our children to explore their strengths. I think it's easy as parents to just step in and want to do things for them, but letting our kids struggle a little bit so they know the joy and reward of achievement is a great thing for teaching them how to use their character strengths and also identify what they are as they get older. I think you bring up an interesting point, letting them struggle a little bit because that helps to teach them when they're building that competency, that confidence, that all goes towards building that resiliency. And David, do you have any ideas that you'd like to share with our listeners? My family and I have a practice every night at dinner where we do wins and gratitude and wins stands for what's important now. And that's uh, an opportunity for my four-year-old, my nine-year-old and my wife and I to share what was positive from the day. Then we have gratitude uh, and we each share something that we're grateful for that happened that day. And, you know, sometimes it's silly. And lately, my, my four-year-old son has been really grateful for dinosaur chicken nuggets. But, you know, sometimes on other days, it's, you know, spending time with friends or family or a, a cool experience that we got to have outside the home. Another couple of things that we've done as a family is that my nine-year-old, my wife and I have all taken the values and action assessment multiple times and share those results with each other every time we do it. We've also put them up on the fridge in a kind of a strength map so that we can all be constantly reminded of what strengths each one of us possesses. Then we took those and we created a set of family values. And you know, so some of our family values are love and service and gratitude and kindness. We put those up on our fridge as a way for us to be constantly reminded of the type of family we wanna be and how we wanna show up for each other and for everyone else in the world. I think you bring up a really excellent point, and that is identifying not only your character strengths, but also making sure that you're identifying and supporting the rest of the family's strengths as well. And it sounds like that you can sort of tailor it to meet your specific family's needs because every family is going to be a little bit different. Their values are going to be a little bit different. So Dion, is that true that when you're considering this approach, that it actually can be tailored to fit a specific family? Absolutely. Each individual's strengths are very unique to them. Very rarely across thousands of people are you going to find those that have uh, the exact same, you know, signature strength combination. So my recommendation is, is to tune in to your strengths as a parent and leverage those. So again, in, in my situation, creativity is something that is very energizing and effortless for me to use and implement. And so the more that I use that as a parent, um, the more success that I find. But I also have to give myself some grace uh, along with my child as well. But in order to do that, a helpful way is again to lean into what their signature strengths are, find ways 
to activate your child's signature strengths uh, more frequently because the more that they tap into that, that's those signature strengths, the more they exercise and it's just like exercising a muscle, the stronger that that is gonna build uh, within themselves. And the rewards, um, the relationship that continues to strengthen between us and our children. Well, I know we discussed the character survey and that you can have your children take it, you can uh, take it for yourself, you know, as a parent. But in addition to that resource, Kelsey, what other resources are available through TMF? So we have, I would say the number one thing is like visit our website, travismanian.org, and that can connect you to all of the resources that we have. So if you're interested in this strength-based approach and positive psychology and really trying to leverage your own strengths to assist you in capitalizing and growing your children's strengths, um, that's a great place to start. We like If you join the mission, take the values and action survey, that is the first step, is really understanding where you are and understanding what your strengths are. By visiting travismania.org, joining the mission, you can get involved in the same way that David and Dion and I all were. Um, before we joined as staff, we were volunteers. And so we are absolutely thrilled to be working with MF now. As far as resources, they're all available on our website. And I think this particular topic is so fascinating. And honestly, understanding a child's character strengths really could be beneficial, not only for parents, but also those that interact with our military kids, those that support our military kids in some sort of capacity. And I know we're going to do a webinar a little later on this month with TMF, where we're going to expand even more on the topic of character. But David, I would love to highlight some resources that are available to those that serve military children. So I would highly recommend if this topic really interests you, if the idea of developing character strengths in, in youth resonates with you or resonates with the mission of your organization, whoever you are out there, you can go to our website and you can bring the Character Does Matter program to your school or to your youth organization, wherever it is. We've got mentors all across the country that are trained, background checked, and ready to help in their community to develop the character and leadership of the next generation. And we can get you connected with your regional staff from all across the country to help set up Character Does Matter presentations and character courses where the kids get to the opportunity to learn more about character strengths, but then also put them into action through some sort of experiential learning activity with our group of uh, trained mentors. And we will include all the information that the team has shared today in our show's notes. And as we wrap up, I come to one of my favorite questions in a lot of the podcasts that I have the chance to ask, and it has to do with stories. You know, so often we can learn through stories, we can help grow through stories. And I think those are what makes our podcast so special. And it's obvious from your enthusiasm and the fact that you guys used to volunteer before you even worked for the organization, that this is more than a job for each of you. Why is it so important that you be a part of the TMF mission? This is Dion. I'll take a first shot at that. So volunteering and getting involved in the development of my child's character is very meaningful uh, for me. And not only I came to the realization that I could develop his character, but I can influence other children and impact them in a positive way, you know, in my community. So 
that has helped me to build a number of relationships that I never would have experienced had I not made a decision to get involved. And it just goes by so fast. It, it's hard to imagine that I got involved in 2017 and here we are, you know, several years later. And I have this now as a career where I can influence even more people, parents and, and veterans. I'll hop in next. I came to TMF feeling like I'd lost my way. Uh, after leaving the military, I lost a lot of the community. I didn't even know that I wanted to work with veterans and youth until I got involved with Travis Manning Foundation as a volunteer. You know, being empowered, go out and serve in my community and develop my own character so that I could develop the character of the next generation completely changed trajectory of my life. I left a, uh, a career in law enforcement to come over here after leaving the military so that I could provide that same experience for veterans and family members of fallen heroes from all across the country. Um, so that they could go out and they could serve in their community and they could work with the youth and really make an impact to make uh, America better each and every generation. Definitely uh, in line with the reasons why I became involved and why it's so important to me. I was lucky enough to find Travis Manion Foundation before I transitioned off active duty, which was really just seven months ago, which is crazy to think about, but I was lucky enough to find them while I was still active duty and being part of a community um, while I went through that transition was just huge for me because I still felt needed and I still felt connected in some way. And I still felt like I was giving back um, because even though I had up until that point dedicated my whole adult life to service, I still felt like I had so much more to give even when I was choosing to leave the military. Um, and so being connected to an organization that allowed me that opportunity was wonderful. Um, and it is so in line with just with my personal values and to use my time in a way that invests in the next generation so that they can be stronger and more resilient. And they truly feel like we have invested in them as much as we're going to ask them to invest in the country as they move forward. And so it's not an easy time to be a young person. I think we can all understand that. And so having a positive outlet that teaches great things and just allows them the opportunity to engage in a meaningful way just was something I wanted to be a part of. And I have young children, and so I wanted to do something that would allow me to involve them in a positive way as well and hopefully set the expectation and standard for how they would be when they grow up. Well, we've come to the end of our time together, and I just want to thank each of you for coming on the show today and to thank you for your dedication and continued support of our service members and their families. This has been great, Susan. Thank you so much for inviting us to join you today. Yeah, thank you very much for allowing us to uh, come talk about the benefits of strength-based parenting, and we look forward to getting to engage with you and your families all across the country in the future. Absolute pleasure. We enjoyed being here and we look forward to hearing about how this positively impacts uh, our military community. And listeners, as a reminder, we will include in the show's notes all the links and resources mentioned today. Additionally, we'd like to thank the Hickam Officer Spouses Club for their generous support towards this podcast. You've been listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. Until next time, live a great story.